Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com This week in our Pirkei Avot, Ethic of the Father's Learning, we begin with the Mishnah 15 from chapter 1 in which uh, Shammai says, make your Torah study a fixed practice, say little and do much, and greet everyone with a pleasant countenance. So in the book of, um, of Visions of Our Fathers by Rabbi Abraham Tversky, he explains to us that making the Torah fixed practice is more than just a matter of time. According to Shammai, we should learn Torah every day and we should have fixed times for learning Torah, especially men. And uh, what he says is <clears throat> that people uh, regularly uh, go about their day, like they do whatever they do during their day, and from that day they, they try to squeeze some time in learning Torah. But according to Rabbi Shammai, we should do the other way around, like the priority in our lives should be the learning of Torah, more important than anything else. So we should affix times in the day to learn Torah, like for example a man should say, okay I'm going to pray in the synagogue and after prayer I'm going to learn half an hour or one an hour and then I'm going to work. So this is what he's saying, like first comes the learning of Torah and then comes any other thing that we have to do. It should be a priority in our lives and when we squeeze the day around the Torah, then we, were, we will have much more time to learn Torah than if we do it the other way around, if we try to squeeze the Torah learning during the day. And he gives us an example of a physician uh, that he knew that was um, an alcoholic and he asked him uh, how was he doing and he says tell me something, do you still go to alco alco Alcoholics Anonymous and he said yes I still go, I go three times a day and Rabbi Tversky looked at him, Rabbi Tversky is a psychologist also and he looked at him and says oh wow how do you do that and how do you do with your, with your job, how do you squeeze three times a day of Alcoholics Anonymous sessions around your job and he says no I do the other way around, I squeeze my job around three days of sessions of Alcoholics Anonymous sessions because for me the priority is to be sober and to be healthy and if I don't do this then I'm, I'm gonna fall back down. So this is the approach of Rabbi Shammai that we should take it like this that we for us Torah is a lifesaver and we should have it as a priority in our lives and we should do it as number one and then the rest of our lives we squeeze it around it. Although uh, Rabbi Hillel used to think in a different way, he was more hesed, more, less stringent and he, would tell, uh, he wouldn't uh, tell people that they had to learn Torah and make it a fixed measure. Although he himself did it, but he never made others do it, he did it himself. Like he could be lenient with others, but he was not lenient with himself. So here another example says that a Hasid uh, Hasid is a pious man who once owned a shoe factory, visited his Rebbe and the Rebbe after talking to him for a while he said I'm aware that people put their feet in their shoes but why, why are you putting your head in the shoes? What he was saying is like don't make your job the most important thing in life to earn a living is important because we need to eat and we need to dress and we need to have a home but it shouldn't be the most important thing in life 
He says in Rosh Hashanah, whatever you're gonna make through to, through the year uh, is already uh, decreed. Like on Rosh Hashanah, the amount of money you're gonna get that year is gonna be decreed. So you can work crazy hours, and you're not gonna get one more dollar than what it was decreed from you in heaven. But Torah and mitzvot are not decreed. This is free choice. So Torah and mitzvot, you can do as many as you can. And it's not a measure that is decreed. So we should put the emphasis in Torah and mitzvot and then the rest will fall into place. And then the Mishnah says, say little and do much. And Moshe, Rabbi Moshe Schreiber, who was known as the Hassam Sofer, would spend a considerate amount of time to daven, like he would take a long, long time praying. And once they ask him, why do you take so much time praying, like if learning Torah is more important? And he says, because it says in the Talmud, it states that when a person prays long, he has a long life. And if I'm going to have a long life, then I'm going to have extra hours to learn Torah. And this was the way in which he saw uh, life and it is written that each person has a certain amount of words allotted for him in his lifetime and the moment he finishes his words then his life is over so so if we speak less we will live longer because we're not wasting our, our precious words in stupidity we use them for very important matters and um, and so it says here that, uh, that, that stressing the importance of self-esteem, says Rabbi Tversky, is, um, he, he says that there's two things, one is self-esteem and the other one is called gava, vanity in Hebrew. And self-esteem consists of an awareness of one's uh, strengths and, um, and talents. Like when a person knows that he's good for something, this is self-esteem. When you know that you are a good mathematician or you're a good mother or you're a good something, you know this is what gives you self-esteem because you, you, you are good for something. But gava, which is vanity, is, a, is an attitude that we feel more than another person. And this is not self-esteem, this is arrogance. So the Hovet Saim, eh, he was such a humble person but at the, the same time, he was a very a person that knew very well his strengths. And he wrote the, uh, the Mishnah Berura, which is, um, which is the Shulchan Aruch, the law, the Jewish law that most of the world abides by. And he did it because he had the power, he had the talents to be able to write such a monumental work. But at the same time, he was a humble man because he knew that these talents were given to him by Hashem and that he had to live up to who Hashem made him to be. And um, so it says here, make your, Torah uh, make your Torah study a fixed practice, say little and do much, and then it comes to say, greet everybody with a pleasant countenance. And so Hillel and Shammai advocate two very different methodologies. Hillel begins with establishing pleasant interpersonal relationships, which will lead to Torah. Uh, and and Shammai is the other way around. Like first you have to work on your midot, and then you can be a nice person. So the difference is, and we go today by Hillel because uh, Shammai, the approach of Shammai is an approach that is not for this world. It will be true. And this is what we're going to do when Mashiach comes, we're going to go by Shammai. 
which as I told before, Hillel is more kindness and love and Shammai is more discipline and, and, and justice. But what it says is that Hillel proceeds from the, the Midot. He says that Midot come before Torah. Like you have to work on your character traits before Torah. Like decency comes before Torah. And Shammai says Torah precedes Midot. First you have to be a learned person and understand Torah then this will bring you to become a very righteous person. And, um, and the Tal Talmud has established Hillel's opinion as the authoritative halaha. And indeed, Rabbi Yerushem Levovitz states, it is an error to think that Torah leads to midot. So what it says is that yes, the Torah actually refines a human being. Like if you keep the Torah, you should be a very refined human being because you live by what the Torah says then you're going to be a refined person. But uh, he tells us here that in this world in which we're right now, in the Olamazeh, we have to work on our, rectify our midot, and then use that rectification in the learning of the Torah. And, uh, and that is the truth, because sadly we see many people who are taller scholars, they learn Torah, and then they go and they do things they shouldn't be doing. Like they would be hitting their wife or they're stealing or, or they're doing things that really are ahilul Hashem. It doesn't go with the outfit or with the, with the knowledge they have in their head. So here what it's telling us is that it is very important that we make our character traits, our midos, rectification of our character traits a priority in our life. And, and then the Torah, uh, comes to give us the, the path into which we can uh, live by them. And um, what it says also, and greet everybody with a pleasant countenance, what it means is greet everyone with an attitude of a pleasant countenance. What it means is that even if you're not happy today, even if you don't feel like saying hi to a person, even if you're hurting or whatever, always make a point to go and whenever you see a person to smile at them and say a pleasant word to them that it's very important to greet people with a pleasant face and um, and it says because the external behavior can influence one's internal feelings so when you fake it till you make it if you don't feel like saying hi to that person that is coming your way and you're just trying to turn around and make make believe you didn't see them but if you fake it and you put your face and you smile at them and you say good morning this will uh, um, have an effect in your emotions and you'll feel different. Rabbi Plinsky says that we should smile every day in front of a mirror because smiling secretes endorphins which is a happy, happy hormone and if we, we look at ourselves and we smile this will make us feel happier. So much, so much more if when we see a person we smile at them the smile they see in our face will make them smile and they'll also secrete these endorphins and they also will feel better. And to make someone feel good is the biggest mitzvah of all. So as Rebbe St. John Grace taught us, the, the, of blessed memory, she taught us that if we don't have a reason to smile, we should smile anyways because if, even if we don't have a reason to smile, Hashem will give us a reason to smile. And something that she used to say also that really uh, made a very big impression on me was that she used to say 
that our faces are not private property, they're actually public, the public domain. And when you walk in the street or you're somewhere, people are looking at your face. You, you cannot see yourself unless you go to a mirror. You're not looking at yourself. But those around you are looking at you. So it's not fair to look like a grumpy person. Instead, we should always have a pleasant face and a smile for everybody. And in this way, we will uh, bring joy to others and, uh, and the smiling will help us be joyful too. So I leave you here. I wish you a good week, a happy week, a healthy week. And remember, live a little higher. Thank you.